सलाम नमस्ते सच्चाकाल रेडियो जिंदगी 1170 एचडी सुन रहे हैं सात बजकर चार मिनट ट्यूसडे का दिन है इसका मतलब है कि कैंडिड कॉन्वर्सेशन रेनू डिलन शुरू हो गया है भाई हम जिंदगी में बहुत सारी डिस्कशंस में उलझ जाते हैं ये सही ये गलत ये करें ये नहीं करें एंड स्पेशली थैंक्स टू सोशल मीडिया इट्स सो इजी टू जस्ट गो एंड वेंट दैट इज वाई वी हैव द शो वेर वी ब्रिंग यू एक्सपर्ट ताकि आप इस फालतू डिस्कशन में ना जाए और अपनी अक्ल लगाए दैट इज वाई द शो एंड दैट वॉट इज कैंडिड कॉन्वर्सेशन इज रेनू डिलन अगर आपने हंसने की आवाज सुन लिया ऑलरेडी सो दैट इज इज रेनू इज हियर इन द स्टूडियो हेलो एंड वेलकम भाई आपका शो है आप हमें बताएं कि आज एकदम स्प्रिंग मोड में है हाउ यू डूइंग गुड हकम यू डेंट कॉम्प्लीमेंट मी ऑन माई स्प्रिंग है आई नोटिस एंड दैट वॉज गुड बी माई नेक्स्ट दैट इज पेमेंट प्रॉपर बिल्कुल जाके सैलोन से तैयार होके ये शो के लिए हमारे लिए Uh, just for you RJ Swati just for you thank you and so much for dr puri and also the folks who are live on and facebook live okay <laughs> my first live. facebook live so yes. hopefully i'm doing it right by yourself otherwise we've been live yeah, quite sometimes my yes. first time all right yeah. so if you are driving and you confused ki what are these bunch of people talking on radio you are listening to 770 am candid conversations with renu dilan aata hai tuesday ko 7 to 7:30 aur hum karte hain kaam ki pate ki baat aur baatein jo ki controversial hoti hai regular life mein and people don't want to take a stand This is there. We do it for you. And this show is brought to you by Genius Kids. And we have the CEO and founder of Genius Kids, who is not just that; she's also a community leader, always saying the right things and things that people are typically uh, scared to share. So, with that, let me welcome Renu to this show. Thank you, Swati, and I'm really excited about sh- the show today because who I've, the guest I've brought in tonight has mm-hmm. a very intimate relationship with her. All right, yes. tell us more. Tells more well. Uh, the biggest, most one of the most important days in my life, I had Dr. Puri next to me because she was with me when I delivered my first baby. Oh, so, so special! Yeah. So, um, you know, I could think of the one better. And uh, we go back 33 years. I was just talking about how time has flown. Right. And uh, so I'm thrilled to have her. I've been waiting to have her on this show, and of course, bringing on the expert because nowadays, if you, every time you log on to Facebook, you read about this somebody's roaming around with measles somewhere, and I get so nervous now because I just don't want to get measles, and I don't want anyone in my school to get measles. So But haven't you heard? There's no need to, uh, need to immunize or anything. <laughs> haven't you heard that? Of course, hear it from a lot of people. Exactly, and that makes sense. And that is what that's the myth that you're going to probably break today and uh, answer, you know, questions that people yes. typically have. So uh, I want to welcome Dr. Puri. I want to give an introduction. I mean, I would need a whole hour to introduce her. But <laughs> Vina Puri, she's been a pediatrician since 1970, and I think from what I know. 80 or 90% of the kids in my school are all her patients. <laughs> <laughs> and actually yeah, yeah, not only has she delivered my daughter, she's also the pediatrician for both my grandkids. So, oh wow. You, know, you couldn't get better than that. And since 1998, Dr. Veena Puri has been receiving the Best Physicians Award, which is voted by their peers and medical patients. And this is a testimony of excellence. And as I said, I'm a living testimony of what she's done with me. and uh they run the puri pediatric medical group her and her husband uh dr hari and veena and they're also proud parents of two very successful college grads and their daughter has also graduated from the university of chicago and she's also a pediatrician in irvine california she just recently finished her residency from children's hospital so we're talking about a very bright family here yes. here right yes yes of course Um Dr. Puri has been twice chairperson of the Department of Pediatrics in Washington very uh, fondly known as Dr. Veena strong advocate of breastfeeding attributes a lot of her success to her early training in the career in back in Delhi and special interest in sports medicine too 
So I'm thrilled to have us. So welcome, Dr. Puri. Well, uh, I call you Dr. Puri. I don't call you Dr. Bina. I call you Dr. <laughs> thank Puri. Thank you, Renu, yes. and thank you, Swati. I'm my pleasure to be here. So thank you so much. So as you know, even just now, and I was sitting in the lobby, I read that you know somebody has been uh, who has measles has been roaming around some stores in San Francisco. So everybody is like you know posting these angry faces. So did I? I posted one very angry face right now. <laughs> So, what are your personal beliefs on immunization of children? Do you think everyone should get immunized? I very strongly feel that every child and every adult who is eligible should get immunized because that's what the vaccines are for. And we all are interested in having good health, strong health. And the best thing we can do is to immunize our kids and sometimes teenagers who have not had adequate immunization is the best way to prevent and have good health, especially when the vaccines are available. So now I know when you, uh, when you answer my question, you use the word if you're eligible. Yes. So if you could maybe explain that because a lot of people feel, oh my gosh, a lot of people feel that uh, uh, eligibility, they, they don't believe in it or they feel the kids are not eligible and some people also believe that some learning disabilities are caused by this. So Okay. Eligible means that those who, who have the vaccines are available and should they get it or should they not get it. Number one, every child starting from birth is required to get some kind of vaccine put out by the American Academy of Pediatrics, endorsed by American Family of Physicians and Center of Disease Control. To give you an example, the child, by the time they get to age two, 14, vaccine, 14 diseases are covered by vaccines. And a lot of them are not single vaccines. They are multiple together, so it reduces the number of shots. People think, oh, my God, 14 conditions. I have to get 14 shots for my child. No. A lot of them are put in such combination that they help each other. What I meant by also by eligible is this example. And then there are adults or older kids who sometimes the vaccines are not available in India, and they are privileged to be here in the United States where they are freely available. Flu vaccine is a good example. HPV, cancer prevention vaccine, is another one. But flu vaccine is very freely available here. And so everybody should take advantage to have good health, have good prevention. It starts from prevention. And prevention is what the vaccines are all about. But every time we talk about immunizations, right, yes. there are some naysayers who would be like, you know what, if I have 50% chance of it anyway, why don't I just wing it? Uh, what do you have to say about that? Well, why would you, first of all, the chance is not 50%. It's almost that the vaccines, the way the schedule is made, for example, measles mumps have to be given twice. So that's a good example. One is given at one year. And since measles is a current thing we are talking about, the second dose needs to be given after age four. So if the children have gotten these two vaccines on a good schedule, there's an excellent chance, 99%, that these children are protected. So it's not 50%. Why should somebody get vaccine? A person should get a vaccine because why should you get an illness, something like measles, which is a terrible illness. It's a serious respiratory illness, can cause 
not only fever, cough, cold, but can cause brain damage, can cause deafness, and some people can die with it. So why would somebody want to subject their children to even a chance? Now, that is a chance you don't want to take. It could be one in 3,000 that somebody has a serious side effect. It could be one in 30,000 with a serious uh, damage to the brain or something like, you know, severe, there's a condition in there for encephalitis, which is rare, but it affects the person for life. So why, how would somebody live with that thinking that the vaccine was available and I did not prevent my child from getting it? Autism, <clears throat> if you want, I will refer to that. That's a misnomer, it, which means it's a false information because autism comes around one year, measles shots comes around one year. And also, many years ago in England, there was a study which, was, which has been retracted since then, which had a lot of like lobbying money was paid to the doctor to do that study, which was a false study. When it came out, that study was false. The doctor lost the license, no longer could practice, and the study was far than proven that it was done wrongly and had no merit to it. Since then, there's been many successful studies showing no connection, no connection at all between autism and any of the vaccines, especially measles, which people are scared of. Right. So if, let me remind our listeners, we are, you're listening to Radio Sindhiki, and we have Dr. Veena Puri with us, who's an experienced pediatrician, and we're talking about importance of immunization. Immunization, correct. So when we, I was growing up, when I was a kid, um, when somebody had an outbreak of measles, families would take us to their homes so that we could also get measles because they would think it would be good to just build your immunity. I mean, that happened, of course. I'm not going to disclose my age, but 58 years ago. You already um, said 33 years ago. Um, but I was with Sean at 33. Um, is, that, is that a good thing to do? That is not a good thing to do. Currently, it used to be when it was lack of knowledge at that point. And number two, the vaccine was not freely available. Mm -hmm. After the vaccine came out and it was studied well, it overcame those natural ways of exposing your children, but at that point, people did not realize that one, first of all, under five years of age, about 27 to 28 percent children who got chickenpox ended up going to the hospital, mm -hmm. and because those were high risk, or people over 20 years of age, and many of them got very serious side effects, but nobody diagnosed them. So majority of the kids well, they got the measles and they got over it. But those category of kids were out of, nobody was doing research and keeping track of numbers. Right. You said about information, that pele information they had right. now. But today there's a problem that we have too much information. Right. One Correct. study somewhere which is, you know, misquoted or, you know, done wrongly and people start quoting it, they subscribe to it and that's what they follow. My question is, how does that impact the rest of us who have gone to, you know, gone through the immunization, but there's somebody who decides, oh, I don't want flu and, uh, you know, shots. So can you talk about the risk that imposes on the rest of the community? Well, first of all, I would like to emphasize a website in the day and age of today with social media available, easy internet available. It's called CDC 
डॉट गव स्लैश वैक्सीन स्लैश कॉन्वर्सेशन यू कैन पुट इन एनीथिंग यू वॉन्ट दे हैव फैक्ट शीट्स फॉर पेरेंट्स फॉर डे केयर सेंटर्स फॉर मेडिकल प्रोवाइडर्स फॉर एनीबडी हु वॉन्ट्स एनी काइंड ऑफ इन्फॉर्मेशन सो माई सिंसियर एडवाइस टू एवरीबडी is to please and i do that every day in my office because i face this issue and i tell them i believe in immunization because of my 50 years of experience of doing pediatrics but go on this website this is the only website it's called it's by the center of disease control which is the bible or you can say the red book of our country and that is what we all follow every single person and it's meant for doctors and for everybody so my advice is please go on that read the facts then make up your mind and the facts are out there but don't read the facts of people putting information on all the other social media because those are hearsay these are factual informations which can be documented can be backed up with definite studies so that's there's my a, answer there's a comment out there that says diseases do not stop at the border and uh, do you feel that there's still serious diseases out there that parents need to protect their children or do you think we've kind of figured everything out now do you think all the, the medical field has got it all figured out no there are still conditions that we do not know um autism is on everybody's mind it scares everybody what to do with autism even the medical doctors the medical field does not know we're all trying to find out what causes autism we know that this is a condition which affects a lot of children the numbers are on the rise but what are the factors involved we do not know another one is cancer there is luckily there is a cancer prevention vaccine for young boys and girls available called hpv it's not all related to sexual activity but when and it's recommended at age 9 and 10 it's a good example that it has years to come no more cervical they you know the paps will not be required mm-hmm. here i am talking to my patients and my parents are saying the moms are there oh no i don't want to do it let me out talk to my husband it's my child is so young but the thing is this is when it's recommended Correct. so this is called prevention is better than cure absolutely absolutely so i'm going to divert now a little bit off track because yeah. we have a little bit of time um and we'll then we'll come back to immunization because dr uh, veena puri is very passionate about advocating breastfeeding okay. and i <laughs> think uh, a lot of moms are into this a lot of young moms yeah. and i know personally from you know shana even when she was having a baby and she's a huge advocate for this but i also know from watching all her friends and all who've had babies that sometimes uh, young moms don't necessarily they can't really breastfeed right away it takes time and there's so much out there on social media you have these conversations about you know should you breastfeed should you not it's a matter of choice and some women who choose not to are labeled as not good moms um so what is your opinion on this do you think uh, what's your encouragement of moms out there who really struggle sometimes and they give up easily well i just to tell you today i worked with three moms today it's a good example that i worked with three moms and one was a premature baby 32 weeker oh i went home yesterday the baby is now 
38 weeks. And the mom, of course, was so motivated. She did a super job. And what I like to do, what these moms really need is a lot of support. Right. So what I will do is I check the baby and I said, okay, sit down. I have two breastfeeding rooms. So I said, sit down and feed while I talk to you. So some, I think we as providers and parents and grandparents can help these moms, but sometimes they don't have the confidence. When she came, she wasn't sure, but when she did, and we did the wait before and after, and I said, you did a super job, she was like besides herself. Then there were, you know, similarly, there were three different examples. One needed way more support, but I think the key thing is that I feel, I tell the mothers, look, you try your best and try to get the best support you can. And that will help you. Be positive and don't give up. And it's normal sometimes for new moms to have very emotional about it, but it's all right. Don't worry about it. Try your best and then go to a source who can help you so that you can get the support. I feel that they give up too fast because they talk to a lot of people. Yes. And they say, oh, my God. Oh, no, no, no. It's too hard. Don't try it. So, you or know. they panic that the baby's not drinking milk. Exactly. What's happen? So, yeah. It's sometimes they feel the baby is not drinking, mm-hmm. but the baby's drinking like this. Then there was another one who was teary-eyed throughout the one hour. She was in the office. The baby gained one ounce after feeding. That made her day. So, you see, she didn't know till we wait after the feeding, and it was one ounce. And I said, you know what the daily weight gain is? Half an ounce. Your baby gained one ounce. So, I said, you tell me. She said, do I have enough milk? I said, you, tell, you give me the answer. She said, of course I do. So, you see, this was a simple thing, but it built her confidence so much that she just felt she could do it. And her husband was, oh, yeah, we are so relieved. You know, in the sense that, he was there, and I think a good, important part is the support system. The husband's being there is very, very important, and the grandma was there, and that makes a big difference. Right. And it reminds me of my you know, new mom days, and everything is just so new. You're yeah. overwhelmed, and there's right. this pressure. Ki, you know, up to me, I have three million, four million, four million. And uh, there's formula. There are so many other options. Exactly. And you don't want to do it. I said, you formula, but... This little experiment, I mean, it's for me also, and of course I can tell, but I want to prove it to them. Right. It helps them. So something small, very small thing like this, weighing weighing the baby before and after, helping her technique, everything, made her day. I know she's going to go home and feed. I know now. And it also boils down to immunity, right? It helps the baby's immunity. Oh, my God. You're talking to the convert. The feeding, (laughs) breastfeeding. It's so positive. It helps in bringing immunity. We are talking of vaccinations today. Makes the babies emotionally stronger. Makes develop their personality. And the list goes on and on. And it's the bonding, the mother-baby bonding. And it helps the mom, not only with all that, but it helps her lose her weight. And it's so much easier, right? Rather than bombing the bottle, giving the bottle. It's so much easier. It really makes makes you enjoy your new baby because you're not getting up in the middle of the night, making the formula, warming it up, all this. 
you know, you have the baby, you right. feed the baby and you enjoy it. Why do we give so much importance and everyone gets it? But then there are other moms out there who are, for some reasons, are not able to. So just so that yeah. they feel included and not, you know, oh, maybe I won't bond. What do you have to say to them that for some reason they couldn't? They can't, What's yeah. your uh, message? You can bond as much with the baby without breastfeeding by just holding your baby Talking to the baby while you're feeding the baby may be your breast or may be the bottle. So the bonding doesn't make any difference. And I also tell, as much as I support breastfeeding, I tell all mothers, don't worry. Even if you can feed 5% or you can't feed at all, you then go ahead and pump it and give it to the baby. Right. Oh, my God, this so, breastfeeding itself can be a topic. The whole in topic no topic. guilt. I know. Yeah, so absolutely. it should be raising your child with no guilt because as it is child-rearing, I think, is a very difficult job. And it's a very challenging job, very rewarding, yeah. as yeah. we can all tell. Yeah. But it has its challenges. So you want to reduce the emotions and the tension on the parents. So going back to in closing, because we have a little bit of time, going back to our immunizations out there, uh, Dr. Puri, what is your message out there to parents? Because I'm glad now with daycares, they used to be uh, before parents were able to uh, wave and not have immunization, and we used to struggle as daycare providers to accept. Right. You know, I mean, I used to panic because I personally, for me, I believe in immunization, and I really didn't want children on the premises who were not immunized. Now. Thankfully, we have to, everybody has to be immunized to come into the daycare. Right. Uh, but what's your message out there to families who still don't believe in it and still think it's okay to have their children not immunized? My message out there to them is that if they want, and I know they go to the doctor, they do everything to provide good care to their children. If they really want to provide good care for their children, the first thing they have to do is immunize their children. Why? To protect their own children, to make them healthy, but then also they have a responsibility to protect the, the whole community. When one child gets sick, measles is a great example, it spreads around like wildfire and it exposes the people who have, who have low immunity or have not been immunized so they are hurting. And why hurt? Why have your child suffer for fever, rashes, or a serious thing like deafness or mental retardation because of an illness? Because somebody told you, oh, no, 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 they are going to develop natural immunity. The vaccines are made only for the conditions where you cannot develop natural immunity is my message to people. And not just for their children, but even for themselves. Adults. Right. And flu vaccine is a great example. So I just want to give one message out to everybody. Whichever condition has a vaccine available, that means the medical community has determined that you cannot develop natural immunity. And being, you are privileged being in this country between yourself your medical insurance, or there is a program called vaccine provided by the state, which will help you if you cannot afford it to get the vaccines free. But we are lucky. We have all those resources. So please go out and get your children and yourself the vaccine. For example, every insurance will cover flu vaccine right now. You go to a pharmacy, go to any pharmacy, and you will not pay anything out of your pocket. 
Very, very well said. I'm. I think we should. We should need. We need more time with Miss Vina. We actually need a whole show for breastfeeding. I'll tell you one thing. I know I'm going to get messages afterwards because that's one thing I see Sean and all her friends having these major discussions about. Right. It. Yeah. So yes. I couldn't say enough about breastfeeding. Not only is it the best parenting thing by bonding for the parents, but it is medically it has a list which doesn't end anywhere. Right. All right. So with that, we will uh, wrap up yeah. Ms. Veena Puri. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Yeah, Thank welcome. you. Thank you, Dr. Puri. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. having me here, Swati and doc, Mrs. Uh, Dr. Doctor. Ray doctor. Dennis. Almost doctor. Almost doctor. <laughs> but no, I know, I know. And thank you for being there and delivering and the most beautiful baby for me. Yes, <laughs> second one is giving me bad, the opportunity to spread this word around that please go out and get your child immunized, protect the child, provide the best medical care you can. Love your child, hug it, hug the child, love it, and get the vaccine. <laughs> thank you so much, Vesidenu. I must thank you for bringing such brilliant <laughs> guests who are so passionate about what they do. So thank you, first of all. Thank you, thank you so much, and it's always a pleasure being here. And you're a rocking RJ. What can I tell you? Thank you so much. All right. So our mutual society is going to because we're almost out of time. You are listening to Candid Conversations with Renu Dillon. This show is brought to you by Genius Kids. Our show is Tuesday at 7 to 7.30. We talk about important topics. And if you want to be part of us, renud at gmail.com. R-E-N-N-U-D at gmail.com or swati at radiosindagi.com and uh, they have 32 centers 37 centers across the area Tracy and Sacramento Aap sab se mulaqat hogi agle hafte stay tuned to Radio Zindagi up next is going to be mixed tape with RJ Swati Jiya Jaya How are you?